My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there was a cry. Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one says to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, no, for there may not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is a very perplexing parable. All parables are perplexing, but this one's particularly perplexing. Got all these archaic details of weddings, the likes of which none of us have ever seen. You've got these 10 virgins or bridesmaids or young women, depending on how you want to translate it. You've got an unconscionably late bridegroom inconveniencing everybody. You've got this battle over oil and the unwillingness of the wise virgins to share with the foolish virgins their extra oil. And the detail that gets me the most perplexed is where on earth were they supposed to go to buy the oil? Apparently there was an all-night oil mart right down the street. <laughs> but they're late to the door is locked and they're sent away. And sometimes I'm left thinking, if this is indeed what the kingdom of heaven will be like. Really? This is what we want? You can get distracted by these details. And maybe miss the point that would be the one that Jesus is trying to get across to us. It ends with stay awake, but they all fell asleep. That's not the problem. You can fall asleep. But when it's time to wake up and be ready... There's the difference. So we have these 10 young women. Five were wise and five were foolish. What's the difference? Wisdom isn't having secret knowledge, somehow knowing that the bridegroom was going to be late and so bringing extra oil. Somehow wisdom isn't being able to foretell the future and know when the day or the hour is going to come. Wisdom is somehow or another being ready for whatever comes our way when we do not know the day nor the hour. Now, it's also easy to assume that this parable is about the second coming of Christ for which we should be prepared and ready. Maybe. Probably is. But maybe not just that. It could be that we don't know the day 
day nor the hour of our own death. And so we don't want to take a chance of being unprepared, unready, without lamp oil for our lamp when the moment comes for each one of us to meet our creator. But there are so many things in life that we know not the day nor the hour of. And the difference between being foolish and wise is whether or not we are somehow ready to respond to whatever comes our way, whenever it comes our way, with grace and dignity and faith and hope and trust. Again, there's so many things that we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe many of them have already happened to us, but there may be more. We don't know if there's going to be an illness that we're not expecting coming our way. But when it comes, will we be ready for it, even though we don't know what it is or when it will hit or how bad it will be? Same thing for family members. Hey, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Any one of us who buys a ticket could win the lottery and be suddenly transformed from whatever our socioeconomic status is to a bazillionaire. Are you ready for that? Most people aren't. <laughs> Most people are not. <laughs> Piles of studies showing that lottery winners are much more unhappy after they win than before they win. Now they're not ready. But again, life is going to come and bring to us things that we, are, we do not expect. We don't know when they're coming. We don't know what they are. And we are called to respond to whatever they are with faith and trust and love and hope. And I think that takes practice. If we're just waiting for the big one, we'll never be ready for the big one. We talked about things like practicing religion, which has bad connotations sometimes. But practicing religion is like practicing anything else. Practicing the skills we need to play a sport. Practicing the skill that one needs to play a musical instrument. Practicing anything prepares us for the time we are going to need to respond and respond with excellence. But practice Practice is usually pretty boring, highly repetitive. It seems to lack meaning. We don't know where it's going. But it's the wise ones among us who practice what we will need for whatever happens to us, whenever it happens to us, that we're not ready for. And if we practice well, we'll be able to respond to it without even thinking, how do I do this with faith? How do I do this with trust? How do I do this with love? And so practicing religion, while it certainly includes sacraments and prayers and devotions, it also includes things like practicing gratitude, practicing kindness, practicing generosity, practicing being ready respond to whatever life sends our way naturally 
as persons of faith and persons of hope and persons of love.